Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, hello, beautiful and amazing screenwriters, filmmakers, and creative souls. How are you today? I really hope you're doing well, that you and your family are staying safe and well in these really challenging times. That seems the most important thing. If you're breathing, if you're feeling okay, you are winning right now. The topic of today's podcast is the query letter. This wasn't really planned, but I received three query letters this morning and I thought, guys, we need to talk about query letters because a lot of people just don't seem to be getting the memo and they are not writing effective query letters. Query letters are definitely one of the most important things to master in this business. If you could write a good query letter, it can make all the difference. You might end up with representation. You might end up with a film deal. It could be everything. If you write query letters that are not so interesting, you won't get very far at all. So let's talk about what makes a good query letter. And this is just something that is helpful overall with all kinds of connections that you attempt to create. The first thing I'll say about query letters is I would never recommend writing to somebody and doing this. And this is the boilerplate classic query letter that I received. I received three of these this morning, which says, Hi, Diane. I am so-and-so. I have written these scripts. I won an award for this one. Here's the log line. Would you like to take a look at them? And I'm just reading this going, why are you writing to me? Why me? I'm not an agent. I'm not a producer. I'm not a financier. I have absolutely no idea why you're writing to me. Now, let's be honest. Everyone in life, everyone is busy. We've all got family, friends, we've got work, we've got things we're doing. We're all juggling so many things already. We don't really have time to answer emails, never mind read them, that aren't thought out, that aren't purposeful or intentional. It's the equivalent of spam in my inbox. I don't, I don't want it there. I don't know why it's there. I don't know how I can help this person. It's, it's pointless. So number one, when you are writing a query letter, the first thing about it is, Why are you thinking of sending it to that person? Please do not waste your time or the time of other individuals on this planet by just copying and pasting a letter and sending it to anybody. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of their time. It's a waste. It's not intentional. You have to take the time to think about who you're writing to and why you're writing to them. Now, the next thing I'm going to say about this is you have to make it personal. If somebody writes to me and says, Dear Diane, I loved your movie such and such. I really appreciate your work as a writer and director. Like they show that they know me. They know who I am and what I am about. And then they say very clearly why they are sending me a query letter. Why should I read their script? I mean, why would I want to? If it's to get feedback or something, I'm really sorry. I would love to read people's scripts to give them feedback. I don't have that time. I do not have the time. I struggle to find the time to do all the things that I'm committed to doing already. 
looking after my family, being in touch with my friends and my siblings, all those things, you know, never mind running the courses that I do, looking after my students, reading the scripts that I'm paid to read as a consultant. I just don't have time to read people's scripts. So do your research before you write to someone. Why are you writing to them? Why that person? What do you, what do you want from them? And this is before you even open an email to them. Get clear about this for yourself. Who is that person? Why are they interesting to you? These are just questions to ask yourself. This isn't something that you'll be writing in the email. Who is that person? Why are they interesting to you? And what would you hope to get from them in an ideal world? Like these query letters I received today, I don't know why they're writing to me. I'm not an agent. I'm not a producer. I can't represent you. <laughs> I don't know why you're sending it to me. For yourself, before you send a query letter, get clear on those things. Now, the next thing that I would say is before you ask them to do anything in the letter, so once you've got clear, I actually want to write to Diane. I'm just going to use myself as an example. I want to write to Diane because I think she, she'd be a great director for my project, or I would love to see if she would connect me with her manager because I know who her manager is. I've done my research and I think he would be a good fit for me. Okay, so say it's one of those things. Never, ever, ever just start your, your email with an ask. I don't know you. I don't know you. So you have to then, first of all, ingratiate yourself to me in some way. And then second of all, you have to then like make me want to know you. It's called building a rapport. It's making a connection. Before we say, hey, would you recommend me to your manager? I'm not going to recommend you to my manager. I don't know you. <laughs> you know, I need to get to know you. I need to get to know you. So let's back up here. When I'm writing a query letter, I don't know you and I, I want to know you. I've decided why I want to know you. Like there's a specific reason. I, I think you would be a great director for my movie or I think your manager would be a great manager for me. So I'd love to make that connection. So I have a reason that I want to get to know you. There's something that I want from you. But now what I want to do in that email, first of all, is write to you and make it clear why I'm writing to you. That's that personal thing again, right? So making it very, very personal. Dear so-and-so, I'm writing to you because I really admire your work as a director. For instance, if you wanted them to consider directing your film, I would get very precise about what you admire, what film you admired, what made you think that you would be a good fit for their work. Then you can do the job of saying, I've written this work. I was wondering if. Now, if you want some sort of like management introduction, that's a big thing to ask of someone. I mean, even asking someone who's your friend, it's a big thing to ask for someone. So you don't just ask somebody, you don't write somebody and say, hey, would you introduce me to your manager? It doesn't work like that. I don't know who you are. My manager's busy. He's got, you know, I mean, everyone's busy again. Just always assume everyone is busy. So if you're going to write to me and ask that, it's first just create a relationship with me. Creating a rapport with someone really starts often with talking about them rather than yourself. If I meet you, for instance, at a party and I want to create a rapport with you, how do I do that? It's not simply by me talking about me like, hey, I'm so great. I'm so awesome. My work is amazing. I'm really passionate about what I do. That doesn't create a rapport. How I create a rapport is by talking about you for a moment. Hey, it's so nice to meet you. What are you doing? I saw this thing. I love this about you. How did you do that? Whatever. Talk to them about themselves. Get the rapport going. And then, you know, you could be like, hey, and by the way, like, this is what I'm doing. And already you've got their attention. 
So going into the thing about query letters, I would just go one, and it's funny, somebody here, um, Hope, has said common sense that many are clueless about. I think it's common sense, but I think there's so much advice out there that how to write a query letter. And it always tells you the conventional wisdom is get your list of a hundred managers and then send them this email that you just copy and paste to all of them. That's like this kind of generic soulless email where you're just saying, I'm so-and-so and I'm so great and I'm so serious about my work and I'm passionate about it and I'm ready to be represented and here's my log lines and let me know if you want to read them. And it's, you know, it's very, uh, it's like what we're taught at school, you're ticking the boxes, you're doing the thing, but you're not creating rapport and you're not going to get any attention that way. The attention comes from creating a connection. And that comes from being careful about who you're reaching out, why you're reaching out to them and being very intentional about the whole thing. So that's my big advice about query letters. Make it personal. Do your research. Don't copy and paste a million different people. It's a waste of time. It's a total waste of time. It doesn't do you any good. Be very intentional. Look them up. Find out who they are why you, why, and why you would want to reach out to them. When it's about a specific project, why that person? What would they like about it? How are you doing them a favor by asking them to read it. Not how are they going to do you a favor, but how are you doing them a favor? Think about that before you write your query letter. And then make it about them. This is the biggest advice I can give you. And it's that thing about creating rapport. You do not create rapport by just talking about yourself. You don't create connection or interest in you by being like, hey, I'm amazing. You got to read my screenplay. It won these awards. I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. I'm so ready for this. So next. Start it always with talking about the person that you're writing to. Create the connection. Then they'll be more interested. It's like, oh, this person actually knows who I am. I'm not just a, an email on the list of film industry people. They know who I am. They've done their research. They're writing to me with intention. There's some integrity behind it. Now I'm interested. Now I'm more likely to read the log line. Now I'm more likely to be open to the request, whatever it is. But when it's just a cut and paste and it's been sent to 50 other people exactly the same, it's, it's not going to fly. So that's just a few thoughts about query letters. And I'm just going to add to this querying on the social media, because I think this has become a very important topic as well for us all. More and more, I get messages. I mean, I get messages every day from people. Hi, how are you? Would you like to read my script? Hey, I'm an actor. Would you take a look at my reel? Hey, Liz, da, 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 da. And there's so many. A few things about querying on social media. Overall, I would generally urge exactly what I just said about emailing people. That is, talk to me first. Before you ask me to do something, before you ask me to give you a job and to read your script, whatever it is, before you put in the ask, take the time to build some kind of a relationship. So that might be like, hey, I really loved your post today. Hey, I really loved the post yesterday. Hey, I love the movie that you did. You know, it's just creating rapport again before you say, hey, help me out here. Another thing about social media, going back to point one of this whole session, everybody's busy. Assume everyone's busy. As I say, I know I am. It's really difficult to find any time to do, to do half the things I want to do. I'm homeschooling two kids. I'm running all these different courses online. I have all these students that I'm supporting and helping all the time. I'm writing a screenplay. I'm married. I have family. I have my parents who've had health issues lately. I have a lot of things going on. And then everybody does. So 
let's just make that the assumption when you reach out to someone on social media. I've had a a real spate recently of people, they send me a direct message saying, hey, how are you doing? Great to connect. And then they'll ask something like, oh, could you give me a job? Do you have tips for being a filmmaker? Can we have a coffee? Could we do a video chat about this? I don't have time for a video chat with you. I don't know who you are. I hope this isn't coming across the room, but it's like, when do I have time to like have a video chat with a stranger? I hardly have time to have a video chat with my sister. (laughs) And then when I don't respond immediately to these questions or these things, quite often the person then gets kind of offended. A day later, it's like, well, fine, don't answer me. How rude you are. And it's like, wait, wait, when did this become social media that just because you can write to somebody that one, you expect them to respond to you immediately and two, that you expect them to, I don't know, comply with different demands that you're making. It's not like that. It doesn't work like that. People are busy. I mean, half the time, if you send me a direct message or a message, in fact, and I haven't responded to you, it's not because I don't care. It's not because I didn't appreciate your message. It's not because I think you're a bad person. It's not because I'm rude. It's quite simply, I haven't had a minute. I haven't had a minute. And I suspect that is true for half the people you might write to and feel offended that they didn't write back. Why didn't they write back? Because they're busy. I don't know. It's very strange. Is anybody else noticing this? I just go, I feel like we need a new book about social media etiquette because I just seem to be getting more and more of that. And on one hand, I love that people want to connect and I want to connect with people and it's great. But always when you're reaching out to someone that you don't know in the real world, that you don't have a relationship with, before you start asking for any favors, create a relationship. Talk to them a little bit. Give them a little bit of credit for things that they're doing, things that you might appreciate or reasons that you even want to have a video chat, for instance, with queries. And again, I think social media, the amazing thing is you have incredible opportunities to create connections with people who might otherwise be out of reach through the social media. There are all kinds of, if you're in the film world, producers, directors, actors, everyone on Twitter, on Instagram, on the social medias, and you do have opportunities to connect with them, not to mention studio execs, people who work in the studios. I mean, all kinds of people. There is a way to actually create a bond with them. There is a way to actually say, for instance, your dream is that they will read your script. For me, if I was going, okay, I'm going to target that person. I want them to read my script. My first thing is create a rapport, create a bond with that person. And that means that I don't immediately hit them with a request to read my script. Hey, would you take a look at my script? No, they don't know me from Adam. Why would they take a look at my script? What I'm going to do first is I'm going to just hang out in their social media space for a while, and I'm going to be nice to them. I mean, it sounds obvious, but it's like, love this and just try to engage them in a little bit of chat. Maybe send them a DM and say, oh, that post you did yesterday. I just thought that was so great. It made me think of this. Create a rapport. It's really not that hard. Take your time. Once you've built a bit of rapport, by the way, I've written this script. I know it's a big ask, but would you? It's always just being mindful that the person is busy. Why would they want to read it? What is it in it for them? And it's terrible to think of that in a way, but you're expecting someone to do something big for you. What is in it for them? What do they get out of it? You have to think about that. And when you think about that, you'll find ways to actually make it really appealing to them. So it's not just sort of, will you do me this favor and read my script? 
but it's more like, oh, I think you're really going to enjoy this. I noticed that you're really interested in this. And I know from this movie that you did that. And I've written a script about this and I think you would love it. Fancy taking a look. I mean, that's so much more compelling after I've built a relationship with somebody than would you read my script? And I don't know you, don't know what your script is about, don't know why you want me to read it, like what purpose it serves. There's got to be intention, there's got to be care, and there's got to be a... So I hope this is helpful. And I know to some of you, this is like stating the obvious. (laughs) And you're going, oh my gosh, do we even need to say these things? But apparently we do. Apparently we do. Because I keep receiving these query letters and I just, I feel sad. I mean, the reason I'm doing this podcast today is to help the people who are in this place so that you write better query letters. Don't do that, right? Don't write those generic copy and paste query letters. Waste of your time. Waste of the other person's time. Time is too precious. Don't do it. Dempsey has said, by the way, it doesn't hurt to say thank you to a person that facilitated connection. Absolutely. I think the whole thing is here. There's some sort of balance when we are looking for support in our careers, there's this balance between obviously putting yourself out there, making the bold asks and being brave in that way. So there's that on one hand with being respectful and mindful of the other people, the people that you are going to. And really thinking about always before you approach anyone, like how this helps them, like why would they want to read your script? And then creating that connection with them so that you can bring that to their attention. This is like, it's the connection, it's the rapport, and then it's the intentionality. And really for you, when you're thinking about who you're writing to, I I say, I don't want just anyone to read my script. It's for a specific reason. It's not just like anyone in the film industry want to read my script. I mean, that's kind of desperate, right? Always for me, when I have sent out a query letter, It's because it's very carefully and strategically targeted. I'm really like that person, like I've done my research. I'm like, that company is like the ideal company for this screenplay. And I know why that is. And that's what the query letter is about. That's why I'm writing to them say, I think these films that you've done are amazing. And if I'm writing to a director or to an actor, I get much more specific than just the film. I try to like talk about a specific scene or a specific moment in the movie that was like the moment for me and why it was, right? And why that connects to the work that I'm doing. So it's like as specific as you can be, flattery goes a long way. I mean, flattery really helps. It it shows the person that you're querying as well that you have taken the time to do the research, that you're not just reaching out to them for no reason. So it's not just like, oh, flattery for flattery's sake. It's really like, oh, they understand my work. They understand what I'm about. So now I feel a little bit more open to reading their request because, yeah, they, they, they understand me. So there's a rapport. It always goes back to that, the rapport. When you are writing query letters, let's just summarize this. Do it with intention. Really, really take your time to figure out not just who it is that you're writing to, but why that person. Not just because they are like a director, but why that director, precisely that director, and why not 10 other directors? Make it really specific, make it really personal. And then as much as possible, build that connection before you create the ask. When you do create the ask, when you have an ask, Like, oh, I wonder if you'd be interested in looking at my script. 
before you do that, show them why it would be a good fit for them, why they would be interested in it. And that's how you'll get answers. And that's how you'll make connections. The film industry ultimately is an industry of connections. It is how it runs. So it's so important to put fuel onto those flames. It's really ignorant and, and foolish to ignore it. The connections are everything. So every opportunity that you have, every time you're writing someone, every time you're going to meet with someone for a coffee, whatever it is, it's your opportunity to create a new connection. And even if it's not an immediate job, even if it's not an immediate thing, it's maybe something that builds up over time. It's something that grows. And you can't have more enough connections, really. The more that you have, the better it will be for you. So even if it's, it's not for now, it's for later. And that's the way to approach all these things always. It's getting rid of your feeling of desperation always. It's getting rid of the feeling of like, oh, please, please read my thing, look at my work, whatever. And really being much more empowered about it, much more, okay, I have this great work that I'm offering, you know, that I want to be read. And I'm doing my work to find out who are the right people for it, the people who will be grateful to read it, who will enjoy reading it, or who will enjoy watching it, and for whom it's not going to be like, well, what's this got to do with us? But who'll be like, oh, this is just the kind of thing we've been looking for. You're doing their work for them if you do that. But you're not doing their work. You're just taking up their time and wasting their time if you're just sending them a boilerplate email. People love to be flattered. And it's just a way to connect with people. Connection, if you think about meeting someone at a party, if that person just talks about themselves, you're like, oh my God, get away from this person. I mean, it's not fun. Also, if they just ask you questions, it's not very nice. You can feel invaded. There's always that, there's just that nice flow, but they have to be interested in you for you to be interested back. That's how it goes, right? I'd love to hear someone say differently, but it's got to be like a two-way thing. Thank you so much for listening today. As ever, I hope this has been helpful. Before I wrap up, I just want to invite you to join the Shoot from the Heart Society. This is a new Facebook group that I have just created. And if you join me, I am going to be sharing monthly masterclasses in there that will be 100% free. So all you have to do is join the Facebook group and then you will get these monthly live masterclasses. What I'm planning to do in December is do a series of masterclasses on setting goals that you actually achieve. <laughs> I know, wouldn't that be amazing? So many of us end the new year with all these great intentions for the new year about how we're going to do this, that, we're going to write five scripts, we're going to sell two of them, we're going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars, we're going to make a movie, we're going to do all the things. And by February, we're just like, okay, forget it. So I want to just give you the tools to actually create goals that you see through to fruition. And it is amazing what you can achieve in the space of a single year. For example, one year in January, I had nothing but a screenplay. I'd never made a movie before. I just had the screenplay in a dream. By the end of the year, I had made that film and I was accepted to go to Sundance with it. So in the space of one year, basically, I raised the money, I shot the film, I edited it, I submitted it at Sundance, and I got it accepted. One year, one year. Where do you want to be a year from now? 
What would you like to be your reality one year from this moment that you're listening to this? So much is possible. So in this masterclass, and it's going to be a few different classes because there's so much to share, I'm really going to give you the keys to set goals that you do achieve, that you do bring into reality, and it's going to be awesome. In January, I'm going to follow that up in the Facebook group with a five-class masterclass series called Operation Greenlight. Again, this will be completely free and it's going to be a series of classes on how to get to green light. And we'll be focusing not only on selling your screenplay and getting green light that way, but also on choosing to make your own movie. So if that sounds interesting to you, if you would like to be part of these free classes, just join the Facebook group. It's the Shoot from the Heart Society. The link will be in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope you are staying well. I really appreciate the comments that I've been receiving and the lovely reviews. If you do enjoy this podcast, if you could take a moment to write a review or just screenshot it and share on Instagram or share it on Twitter or wherever you are, I would be so grateful and tag me. I love, love, love hearing from you. It really makes my day. It makes me feel like I'm not just sitting here talking to myself. (laughs) All right, you guys, thank you so much. Thanks for being here today. Take care. Love you so much. I'll see you next week.